Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. A small tribe of gnolls has been harassing the villagers of Hamel's Rock and travelers along the North Road. The town will pay 150 gold to anyone who can kill them or drive them off. How has nobody done that quest yet? Two dozen hyena-headed humanoids lie decaying on the ground. Someone took this quest. We just have to get there before them. We can behead one of them. You can carry it, Jabba. You have finally returned to the gates of Nanept. We just head straight back to the Saber. We have completed a quest. The null quest is no longer on the board. All right, throw out that null head in your backpack. I take the null head out, drop it on the floor, and kick it with the side of my foot underneath the table. <laughs> no one will ever know. Might be about time to start looking at aiming for a promotion. Tell me more. Submit an application to another member who is at least two ranks above yours. But we don't know any other Sapphire Saber members. You wouldn't sponsor us, would you, Drake? I might be able to find a test. That's really all you need. Well, we're good at doing things. pretty good at taking tests. We could recommend that he puts... It was Elandria, right? Elandria? Elandria. We could recommend that he picks her to be part of our judges or whatever. Yeah. She knows us, I think. I get the sense that all we have to do is find the one person and then they choose the other people. But yeah, we could we could recommend it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, how good's our rapport with him, though, Aslo? You haven't really smooth-talked him much. I mean, we know him better than anybody else, right? Yeah, it's yeah. true. So, the Drake, how are the kids these days? <laughs> how's, your, how's your grandma doing? Just generic bard talk. <laughs> how's that knee that you yeah. used to be good before when you were an adventurer? What is it? Uh, family, motivation, occupation, <laughs> or recreation. What do you want most out of life? Yeah, yeah. What do you do for work? You gotta ask him about his hobbies. Yeah, tell me your hopes and dreams. Yeah. And how I can help you achieve them. <laughs> I don't think you trying to butter me up is going to do you any good. Oh, believe me, once Aslo makes a check, it's going to do a lot of good. Drake, why did you retire in the first place? I used to be an adventurer like you. <laughs> <laughs> I took an arrow in the knee. Didn't we already have this conversation? Yes. Yeah, but refresh my but memory. we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> You're that important to us. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, I just wanted to, you know, settle down, have to take care of my family, and an adventurer's life isn't exactly a stable one. So. Mm, right. This much is true. Yeah. Now, the Drake, I know that you're not, uh, you're not much of a betting man, but what would you say we have a little contest where you roll a, an insight check, and I roll a perception check, mm. and uh, we see who's, uh, who has the better. A friendly wager. Perception? Uh, persuasion. Same thing. Thanks for correcting me, Drake. Hey, I like these barroom games. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, it would be a ten. This is how long it takes Aslo to add up all his bonuses <laughs> for being persuasive. <laughs> Sixteen. That is not enough. Mm. Like I said, I don't think it will do you much good to try to get on my good side. I give out same tests to anyone who asks me, pretty much. Well, guys, do you like giving out the tests? I don't mind. I mean, it's another bit of extra income for me. Oh, well, yeah. We Well, then we'd love to order a test from you. Make you a little bit of money. Yeah, in that case, I take back my persuasion check. <laughs> we'll help you out. And I give you 20 gold instead. Uh, now fill out your application properly. Go ask Ruben in for one of the forms, and he'll take the fees from you. And if you want, I guess I'll find something for you to do. Just give me a few days to... Maybe a bit longer. Give me a while to think on it, and I'll get you something in. All right. Mm. Is there a consequence if we don't get in? We just lose the gold? Yeah. Mm. Could we, like, talk to him about, like, our adventure profile? Like, things that we're good at, things we're not good at? Like, don't have doors that need to be picked <laughs> or chests that need to be opened. <laughs> Anything that relies on competence of any measure, please yeah. do not give us. Make sure all right, high level spell casting is out. Mm -hmm. Don't have us unlock anything. Please make it something that we can do and we'll have you do the test. We'd love to make you the extra cash, but we need to make sure that it's something that the AAA team can actually perform. Well, I think he's hopefully has a certain responsibility to make it uh, equitable to whatever our desired level of advancement is. Yeah, but like, 
let's be honest, Shaba, like adventurers around our power level, they're so much more capable than us. I just want to make sure he understands that we might need special accommodations, okay? There's nothing wrong with having special accommodations. The general idea is that the test is supposed to be about as difficult as something that you would expect to find on the job board for someone of that level. Okay. And you're just, like, assessing our performance of doing a job that we're already supposed to be able to do? Uh, No, you'd have to do an iron-level job, essentially, in order to advance to iron. So it's like a final test. It's a final exam. Okay. Gotcha. So if you prove to a group that you can do one job of that level, then they're more free to let you take on other jobs of that level, is the idea. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's like your test for your new belt in your martial art. Got it. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, let's do the forms. Okay. So I pay out 20 gold. Same. Ribbon End will be taking those applications now, please. Right away. I now have less than 100 gold. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could have just paid in platinum and kept your 100 gold. That's true, but I like my platinum pieces. They're special (laughs) to me. I will never part with them. They're very convenient. Well, that makes it worthless if you'll never part with them. (laughs) (laughs) They're just a bunch of hunks of metal in my pocket. I fill out the form to the best of my abilities, but then I ask Tokus and Aslo for help. Yeah, wait, so do the forms maybe ask us questions of, like, can you pick locks? I check no. Um, Can you cast high-level magic? No. Uh, Yeah, they have some general questions on what you consider to be your specialties. (laughs) What's two plus two? No. Uh, share. <laughs> Most of it is simple organizational stuff, though. So, like, who is going to be your one you're submitting it to, and then a couple fields for them to fill out for who else is going to be on the board. Mm. Okay, so we fill them out and give them back to Rib. Good old Rib. Ribbit. Oh, so Eldrak is the one who's decided to take you all on? Yeah, he's our only friend, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say that out loud, John. <laughs> he gets a lot of requests. I'm sure. He knows everybody. It might be a little while before he can get around to you, but I'm sure he'll have something for you. Oh, maybe we should have gone with somebody else then, guys, if it's going to take him so long. Well, we have some other stuff to attend to while we're in town. Like, could we try with Alondria first? Alondria? Let me, uh, let me pitch something to you there, Tokus. Personally, I feel like now that we've got this long loop of adventuring under our belts, I feel like I really just want to train. You know, like I want to just spend more time doing physical activity to get better at the stuff that we do. That's what I was thinking. Hmm. And at the end of that time, we might be better at doing what we do, which will help us do the test better. Right. Which is what we do. So you're saying we're going to do push-ups. Basically. Yeah, lots and lots of push-ups. We also had a couple other things that we wanted to get done while we were in town, if you will recall. Like what? Like visiting a certain darkly hooded friend of ours for business in the night. Like identifying some magical items. What say you to that? Tokus Alton. We got a lot of things to do, guys. We'd best get about our business. We should probably get to it. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we stick with the drink. Um, also, uh, Ribbon End, what would be the best place to go to have some items identificado, if you catch my drift? <laughs> you could have one of our in-house sages take a look at it for ah, you. For a small markup. Could we trade some of our free arrows to offset the cost? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it is steel members who get free magic item appraisal. Ah, yep, yep. But at your level, it's still not very expensive. It just takes them some time. So, again, get in line and make sure that your items are ready to be identified for a 10 gold fee each. Nice. Take a few days to get around to you because there's always a line waiting for that sort of thing. All right. And who would be the one to go to for that? Well, I suppose I could sign you up for it. I do handle most of the scheduling and appointments and such in the guild. Okay. Sounds good. We have one ring, uh, the one with boots on grass, and then one chalk chunk, although we think we know what that does. Mm, Um, Not really. Not entirely. I mean, we think we know what it's involved with, but we don't know how it works. Yeah. Yeah, so we should, like tag each of these items and or put them in like ziplock bags like evidence bags so that we 
can differentiate them from other people's. Or we could just probably, like, tell them apart, right? I mean, we could just tag them. We could put, like, a little taggy around. We give them the ring that we have, and then they mix the rings up, and then we end up with this ring that, like, it's like a ring of teleportation or something awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, worse things could happen, right? <laughs> Or we get them mixed up and we end up with a dud. Uh, yeah, that's mm. true. And it doesn't do anything or it's like ring of... A ring of wedding. Yeah, like <laughs> something useless with no value whatsoever. And then you have to get married to the first person that you see. <laughs> it's a horrible enchantment. <laughs> It's a curse. That's a cursed <laughs> ring right there. Um, so how many items total do we have? Just the two? Just the chalk and the ring? Everybody check your character sheets. Those are the only ones that I have written down as unidentified. You had mentioned that Tokus had one though, right? That was the ring. I have a lucky oh, okay. rabbit's foot. Yeah, I already told you how that worked. Mm, that's right. Um, and then I have a potion of growth, which is identified because I know what the name of it is. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, you could always pay to get specific you know, rules, text on whatever else you might have. How did we identify our other ones, our other magic items? Most of them you could figure out just by experimenting. Okay. I guess we never really tried that, did we? I would like some official word on the chalk, though, because I think the potential for that to have some sort of power that we don't know about or can't discover on mm. our own is larger. Okay. I'm almost positive that we know exactly what the chalk does, though. Didn't we get a full-blown description from Thane at one point? I think I posted it on the Patreon, actually, but you don't actually know. Yeah, <laughs> I remember reading it. So how do I undo knowing what it does? <laughs> Our characters wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, so we therefore we That's should pay fair. the 10 gold and get it appraised. So you said we have no party funds, Aslo? Uh, we actually have five Electrum pieces. Those ah. are... What, half a gold? Half a gold a piece, yeah. So, okay, so that's not, not enough. But, uh, yeah, so... Why don't we tally up the total and then split it with our own money? Yeah, so it would be 20, right? 20 total, yeah. So use the Electrum... Uh, I'm trying to get that number to... Yeah, so we each put in six, and then we use four Electrum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six gold contributed. Six goldos. All right, so we drop those off. Cool. Sweet. So we got, we got a couple of irons in the fire at the Sapphire Saber. So you want to go straight from here to Blackblades? Salted slug it up, baby. Oh, yeah. So you make your way over to the salted slug. You are greeted by <laughs> the usual sights and smells. <laughs> After you've been inside for about five seconds, you see a brief brawl break out in one of the corners. Sweet. <laughs> we jump in. <laughs> someone just picks up a mug and smashes it on someone else's face, and then after a few <laughs> rounds of fisticuffs, they get thrown out the window, and you can hear them continuing to fight in the alleyway. Awesome. I love this place. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's got such an air of excitement about it, doesn't it? Yeah. Everyone else pretty much ignores it. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like you do. All right, how does this work again? We go upstairs and we talk to one of the burly, bouncer-looking fellows who's guarding Blackblade's station. You're not supposed to go up there until you're invited, and you request a meeting from Winifrey. She is the barmaid that you know, and she's the one who's always told you when to go up there. Well, why don't we... Put in the request, grab a table and some pints. We can jump ahead, because I don't think we really need to go through all that again. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, You make your reservation, and after waiting for probably about half an hour or so, Winifrey eventually comes back and signals that it's time for you to head on up. And when you do so, you see Blackblade sitting at her usual spot at the corner table. Well, there well, well, Blackblade. If it isn't you again... Wait, are we sitting with her talking already? We slide into our seats across the table. We just decided that we are. My, my, my. Isn't this nice? What brings you three back? We were just about to ask you the same thing. <laughs> well, then my answer would be that I assume you want this. And she reaches into a cloak pocket and pulls out a piece of parchment. Your answer is correct. Unless you were keeping this secret from the others... Oh, uh... I was just about to say, as though there was some business that you had conducted without Tokus and my knowledge that Stripey spied on you about and didn't tell us because we can't understand the way he talks. <laughs> and yet, somehow we know. 
What's going on? Ah, uh, yes, that is what I was here for. This wouldn't happen to be the thing that all three of us were asking about, would it? No, it would be the thing that no. only you were asking about when you told Tokus and I to go outside and then we had an arm wrestling match. <laughs> and a thumb war match, I mean, because we were bored. You don't remember what that was, do you? Now, you were gone a long time. And then you gave the random person in the street your hundred gold. That's right. Because we were betting. Yeah. We were doing a And then he was like, I'm rich! Rich! <laughs> I do recall, actually. And he tried to run away with the money, and then we had to tackle him. <laughs> oh, I made it that part. Yeah, I say, yes, that is, that is exactly what I came back for. One of the things I came back for, anyway. Fortunately for you, I have decided to be generous and count money already given to me as full payment. Oh. She hmm. sets the parchment down on the table and slides it towards you. I snatch it up and stuff it in a pocket. What did we do to deserve such generosity? It's less so what you have done and more so that the task was simple. Oh. Or easier than I expected it to be. Oh. Fair enough. Well, Aslo, you got some splaining to do. Maybe. We'll see. What about <laughs> the, the other thing we came to speak to you about, Blackblade? Yes, I believe last time we were here, we left it at being in need of funds, and we are going to return with the said funds necessary to elicit your aid in this matter. As I recall, it was 100 gold to inform you of the next cult meeting. Do you have the funds? That is a fantastic question. (laughs) Thank you for asking. We huddle up. Guys, do we have the funds? I do. Yeah, but we know more now than we did back then when we made the original deal. And I know it's hard to negotiate with her, of course, but do you think there's anything else she could do for us? I mean, it's one thing for her to just tell us when the next meeting is. It's another thing entirely for us to know what to wear or what to say or anything. Like, were we just going to use the seal to speak for us? Like, we just show up with a letter with the ancient seal on it and say, yeah, we're here for the thing? Definitely. Like, what's our game plan? (laughs) Yeah, we hadn't really gotten that far. Yeah, short of having a member of the cult uh, to learn this stuff from. Yeah, like, this seems like it's a fine prospect. It's just unfinished. What if we offer to pay her a little bit more money for some just basic information, like attire, what, what to say? Yeah. Disguises, yeah. Like, stuff that would make us able to actually infiltrate a, a entry-level meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So we should maybe renegotiate Aslo, and uh, I'm going to leave that up to you. Slap you on the back. You got this. She's only the most intimidating character we've ever met, <laughs> NPC-wise. <laughs> Ms. Blackblade, first of all, thank you for your kindness in uh, that fine little discount you gave me. I was wondering if we were to go through with this arrangement to gather more information about these people who shall not be named, would that information also contain information about uh, what to wear and how to act and what to say if we were to attend this meeting. My men should be able to find the means for you to get inside. As far as what you do once you are in there, that is up to you. Let us say that we are laypersons wishing to join the cause. So if we were coming fresh into having learned about the cult and its mission and we wanted to join, how would we go about learning the steps to take and the right protocols to follow in order to facilitate that? I believe you know enough already, do you not? You know the cult's aims, at least as well as any outside. Yes, but we don't know the right Steps. We, we don't know the right way to go about actually joining the cult. Don't they get some sort of initiation materials? We don't. I don't know that we know that. If you are willing to return to my initial offering of 120 gold, I would be able to have my man ensure you are welcomed inside as new members. I have the potential to bring you in as new guests whom they will understand do not yet know everything. That, I think, would be optimal. I thought you were about to say something like, and if you pay me an extra hundred gold, I'll bring you in as, like, elite cult members. (laughs) (laughs) Like, leaders. No, I, I think that's the right tactic, is to go in as curious members who are allied with the cause and want to know more. Mm. Acolytes, maybe, or initiates. Yeah, initiates. That does seem like the best, uh, the best method. I believe this price sounds fair. Yes, quite 
amicable. Equitable, even, one might say. Mm. So I still huddle up with you guys. How much gold do you guys have? I have enough to contribute a third of the price. Yeah, I could also contribute a third of that price. I... <sighs> yeah, I could contribute a third. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be mm. left nearly penniless, or nearly copperless. No, oh, really? It's 40 gold. I mean, I only have 47 gold now. <laughs> Dang, Asa. But I do have some Electrum. But don't you have Platinum, too? And Platinum, don't forget. And Platinum. Wait, you have pl- your Plats? Yeah, bro. We all got Plats. Just... Break a plat, dude. We each got mm. six plats. I was gonna break a plat for this. That's right. This is like this is like the main story arc that we're on. <laughs> you don't even want to spend money. You're such a penny pincher. <laughs> like Tokus no, and Aslo right? get into it. I'm just like, come Seriously, on, man. Aslo? This is the fate of the world. But forty gold, it's a lot of money. And we just start yelling at each other. Come on, Aslo. <laughs> it's the fate of the world. And he's just like, it's pricey. I mean, I know you're cheap, but this is ridiculous. Think of all the ice cream cones. You could buy with 40 gold. I get it. Like, we could just hide out, hole out. Like, we go buy a mansion somewhere and we just kick up our feet. Like, what was your original goal with when you set up this company? Like, did you want to actually be an adventurer? Or did you just want to, like, make good money? Like, we should be doing something else that's less risky. Uh, we should be merchants or something. That's what you wanted to do. Pretty much just make good money, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that about sums it up. Well, we're already there, Aslo. Like, we already made it here. We have a lot of money. Oh, actually, that's a good point. You know what? I'm just going to retire now. Um, good luck with the whole <laughs> cool thing and everything, guys. Uh, I'll see you later. Like, realistically, realistically, we have so much more money than, like, the average person in this era would ever see. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In their whole lifetime. For sure. Like, their whole generation would ever <laughs> see this much money. We could live for maybe five to ten years. Uh, like, if we lived, like, a squalid lifestyle or, like, a, <laughs> a poor, li- modest, maybe, lifestyle. Yeah. I think it lasts longer than that, Shaba. I don't know. I think that's, pr- like, you're talking six platinum, 75 gold. So, like, maybe a total net worth of... A hundred and okay, it actually says on D and D Beyond. My total net worth is one hundred and seventy-four gold pieces. That would go a long way, but it wouldn't be enough to retire on. That's for sure. Yeah, like at least not in any acceptable lifestyle. It's enough to like start another business or buy somebody else's business. That's a great idea, Tokus. You know what? I'm going to go start another business. Good luck to you guys. Let's go see if Almar Veckling wants to franchise his shop, and we can start a new branch. In a different city. Oh yeah, we could just let's just buy shares of other companies. We'll start our own Vecklings. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm saying we're crossing over a threshold of saying we're committed to being Sapphire Sabers. We're committed to being adventurers. I mm. thought you wanted this. What it really comes down to here is that we're saying we're committed to being the good guys. Mm. Aslo, committed to being the good guys and increasing our bottom line. Committed to fighting evil. How does this increase our bottom line? That's what it I want to know. It doesn't, Aslo. <laughs> I don't know why I was telling you to start another business. That that, that, that doesn't work for you right now. You're a wanted... You're, I, I lower my voice. You're a wanted man. Okay, we have to clear your name before we do all that. Mm. So, yeah. I get that that's ultimately what you want to do, right? You want to you get back with the girl. You want to open up a couple shops. I get it. Okay? But we can't do that right now. Okay? And I have to avenge my race. Right. And, like, repopulate the world of gnomes, rock gnomes. <laughs> Shabba's got, like, we got things we have to do. It's too early to retire. We also have to keep society from falling into utter chaos because of the influence of this cult. Eh, that's I mean, true. we don't that's have true. to, but, like, we probably should. Yeah, two birds, one stone, right? We, we kill off the cult, thus vindicating my peoples. And then the only other quest I have to do is repopulate the gnomish race. (laughs) That could take a while, Tokus. That could be at least two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, vindicate. Yeah, the gestation period on gnomes is ridiculously fast. But not, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> in my mind, like, like we should talk about our goals, right? So for Tokus, it's vindicate, procreate. <laughs> I could see a t-shirt with that on it Vin- Like with, with two lines Vindicate, period, procreate, period 
There are probably so many like fantasy novels where that's like the goal of the barbarians. Uh, to do list. One vindicate. Two. This, then this. Get glory killing other people. Profit. Profit. So so what about you, Shaba? Why don't you go next? So what do you want to do? I want to save the world from corruption and evil. And after that I want to go home and kill the guy who married my sister. I'm going to kill my sister's husband. <laughs> what? <laughs> Got high ambitions there, Shaba. I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, he beat me in a test of strength, and I want to, now that I'm higher level, I want to rematch. Don't you want to, like, kill the cloud giants that plucked apart your dad? I don't think Goliaths generally fight to the death in those sorts of things, right? No, no, it's, a, it's just a test of strength to see who can become the chieftain. So I want to beat him in a test of strength and then retake control of, not control of the clan, leadership of the clan, and then I want to fight the cloud giants and win and liberate my people from their oppression. Hmm. That sounds like it's going to take a long time, so you're probably going to be an adventure for a while, too. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this. Doing all the push-ups really helps a lot. I just have to do a lot more push-ups, and then I'll be ready. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at, Aslo, is Shaba and I, we're not that hard to figure out. Like, we have life goals we know what we're doing. We don't We don't know what you're trying to do, man. You're still this enigma. I have been thinking it over lately. If we can go and clear my name, and if we can also prevent the downfall of society as we know it, then, I don't know, I guess after this all is over, I think I'd want to get back on the road and start touring again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think in order to be able to tour, you have to have living people to play for. Right, and you have to have the courage to actually <laughs> strum a few chords for them. Right. That's a big component of it. Yeah, well, I'm also working on that part, too. <laughs> but zombies don't make very good audience members. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, I think we have to save society first, and then we can go on tour. I mean, the other thing is, it's one thing to be apart from someone that you love and care about, and it's a completely another different thing to let that person be with the most despicable Felmendar in the world. <laughs> yeah, I hate that guy. Felmendar! Felmendar! Camera pans out as it starts to rain. <laughs> and then it comes back in. <laughs> yeah, and then we're back in the conversation. Sorry, Blackblade. Um, um, we got off on a little tangent there, Blackblade. Yeah, that, that is the other part, is, is rescuing my former love. So I forgot about that. Um, so, Blackblade, now that we have given you our life stories and yes. our dreams and ambitions, why don't you tell us your dreams and ambitions? No, I'm just kidding. We don't care. We would be glad to pay your 120 gold price for this service. Could you break each of these Platinums and give us the change separately? <laughs> there is no change. Yeah, no, she wouldn't need to break. We just If we each just give her four Platinums, that's the price. Ah, okay. Wait, what? Yeah, four Platinums each is 40 gold each, times three is 120 gold. Wow. That's all she needs. I forgot Platinums were 10 gold. They sure are. They're Damn. big money. But I will never part with my platinum, so I will pay in gold pieces. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna part with four platinums. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna part with forty gold pieces. Okay. It's almost as if the game world like made us exactly rich enough to be able to afford this. I feel like that keeps happening a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this was the agreed upon price a long time ago, a year ago, <laughs> way back when we didn't have the money. And then we we thought we would never be able to afford it, right? Like we were like fat chance. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 120 gold. You'd have to be filthy rich to afford See ya. That. Good night. <laughs> and now we're filthy rich, but now we're kind of poor again. So. Yeah, that's the way, way of an adventure. Yeah. All right. So 40 gold. Here you go. Well, hopefully this whole thing pans out and we're able to take down the cult. Otherwise, we just bought ourselves three honorary memberships into the cult. We should probably ride that. Otherwise, we wasted the money. <laughs> we definitely got to take it as far as we can go. Like, we might actually have to pretend to be cultists for a while before we get what we need. Also, right before I hand the money over, does this 120 gold include cool Dr. Death masks and awesome robes. Well, for rolling in his initiates. You'll be provided with anything that is appropriate to initiate level membership. Okay. Mm. Yeah, like, we probably don't look that cool yet. That's probably reserved for, like, the upper echelon. Maybe. But yeah, if there's a hood, or a cloak, rather, and a mask of any kind, or, like, an insignia, or whatever, Blackblade will take care of us. I trust her. There's honor among thieves. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> She hasn't let you down yet. She just wants That's to get true. a good review on her Nelp page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best black market proprietor in the whole of Nanept. 
I'll give her five <laughs> and a half stars. Yeah, she'd probably be unlisted. She's on the black market nelp. It's called black nelp. <laughs> or blelp, for sure. Blelp. Well, she takes up all of the coins that you've put on the table and puts them in the neat little stacks in front of her. I will have my man contact you and provide you with all of your necessary equipment. Excellent. We will find you wherever you may be when everything is ready. Awesome. But you'll just come find us? We could, like, give it you an address to make it easier. We live at 111 Sapphire Saber Road. <laughs> I am well aware of your living conditions, but I also understand that you travel much as adventurers. We do. We will be in touch. All right. Sounds good. Thanks again, Blackblade. You're the best. <laughs> she just nods, and then, now done stacking all of her coins, she pulls them off one stack at a time and deposits them in a little bag. Man, she must make a killing at this. We should be the next Blackbirds. <laughs> we should be underworld criminals. We just dump our Sapphire Sabers <laughs> route that we're taking and start a new life. Yeah, instead of a store, we just open like a little shop, but it's empty, and then it's just Aslo sitting at a table under a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> and then the people just come in, and they're like, we need your help. And Aslo's like, that will be 1,500 gold. <laughs> and they're like, yes, here you go. I'll have to pay anything. And then he just swipes it off the table and he's like consider it done come back and visit me in three years and then we just go to a different town and do the same thing <laughs> that's how all the best businesses work you just set up a store yeah. and don't do any marketing and people just come flooding in asking to hand you their money without any reputation whatsoever yeah. alright guys we should go back into our rooms at the Sapphire Saber and pace back and forth until someone is ready to give us what we want or until we level up that too yeah i was actually i i had some ideas while we were you know out adventuring and stuff and i'd love to get my hands on that workshop again which one the workshop where i tinkered up uh, my lightning lore remember oh the alchemist lab no no in the the training grounds of the sapphire sabers had like a workshop bench oh ah. i remember that you also have that parchment that blackblade just gave you that you haven't looked at yeah um yeah so what's on that parchment aslo uh, you know, it's it's some stuff. I mean, I guess you guys know about it at this point. Well, tell us. I light it on fire. Shaba <laughs> <laughs> no! and I are like jumping up and down like, tell us. Yeah, tell us. Tell us what's on it. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, let's go over into this alleyway over here so other people can't hear us. Okay. Um, we go back behind the salted slug. There's like a drunk guy throwing up back there. Ew. <laughs> this is a really bad alley. He won't remember this. It's fine. The fight's still going on. Yeah. <laughs> so the last time we saw Blackblade, I asked her to do some reconnaissance, as they say in France. Mm. Yes. On Felmendar and Nalia. Uh. So that's what this is. And with that, I hold up the parchment and I pop the top and then I open it up <laughs> and I read. What if it was like a line for line recitation of the vision that you saw in the pool? And it was like Blackblade's man was actually holding the camera and like panning around, but they were they were dressed in like that black backstage clothes so that Nelia and Felminar didn't see them. You read through the note. I don't have exact wording for you, but you glean some important information here. You find that Felminar's traveling show has been performing across Tiv, TYV, Ransdell, and Porin. So those three countries, which are all large neighboring countries in Marengar. And Teve is the one that you last performed at mm. on that fateful night. I remember it well. <laughs> That's also where you are most wanted. Mm. So he's there and in two neighboring countries, and it seems like his show is set up for a couple of weeks at a time and then moves on to another town and stays there for a couple of weeks. And he also performs in front of many wealthy patrons and such seems like he's basically taking on the job that you used to have. Ugh, I was just going to say the same thing. Oh, man. Man. So he took your girl? He took your job? He took my show. Yeah. He took your life. Okay, guys, hear me out. Here's what I'm envisioning. A complex, intricate, Count of Monte Cristo-style revenge plot. Wherein mm. Tokus and I pose as skilled laborers. Stagehands, yeah. Yeah, stagehands, and we, we get hired as Felmendar's stage crew. And then we stage a plot to 
sabotage his act mm. so that everything goes wrong. And then we sneak you into the show and you're underneath the stage. Uh, the stage. And then you enter from beneath the stage, like elevator style. And then you get to profess your love <laughs> on stage. This is after we, of course, we've gotten proof that Felmandar was behind uh, your framing. Mm. So once we have that proof, then we sabotage his whole act, and then you come out and say, Ha! I knew you were behind it this whole time, Felmandar. And then Felmandar is a laughing stock because his show just failed in front of a huge studio audience. <laughs> and then Nalia is right there, and you get to tell her that you have missed her and you had to leave because you had no choice, and so on and so forth. You get the girl. Felmandar goes to prison for life. Yep. Happy ending. Roll credits. Drop the curtain. And then you give Nelia a big old smooch on the cheek. <laughs> The ends. <laughs> uh, okay. I like that plan. Good. Even better, we set it up so that right before Felmandar is about to take the stage, you guys kidnap him, and I dress up as him, and I do the whole show, and then right at the end I throw off my hood and I say, and actually it was me the whole time. <laughs> that way I take over the show, and um, I just pick up where he left off. Oh, and you just continue his show? Okay, so then <laughs> yeah. you... Except he is an elf, and you're a halfling. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it'd be easy to disguise yourself, clearly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he could stand on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Could be almost elf height. You also, the note has a couple other interesting bits of information. Uh, in case you didn't notice it or, or realize it already, Nelia is acting as one of Felmandar's assistants. She's usually the primary one on stage with him now. And <laughs> they seem to be engaged to be wed in <gasps> late spring. What? No! No! <laughs> no. <laughs> the Damage Guild Podcast. All the magic of fairy dust without the mess. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the DGP. We're glad to see you. We hope you're glad to see us and or hear each other instead of seeing because this is an audio medium. Uh, anyway, in this episode, we've got a brand new royal decree for you. That's right. I won't say more just yet because I don't want to spoil anything, but... <clears throat> Conduct the royal fanfare, if you please. Hear ye, hear ye. Though I may no longer hold the illustrious title of king, I, the now-appointed court jester Seth, do wish well upon Queen Alyssa. May her reign be long and gracious. That being said, I will still continue to make episode spoilers without context on the DGP Discord. Without memes, our world itself might crumble into anarchy. All that aside, I leave you with a thought that while controversial, is true nonetheless. Pineapple does belong on pizza. And with that... I bid thee farewell. Well, now, that was informative. I first would just like to say how the mighty have fallen. No offense, King Seth. I mean, no offense, court jester Seth. But to go from king to a mere pawn, one might say in the royal court, is quite a riches to rags tale, I must admit. Queen Alyssa, who by all accounts has usurped the throne, ought count it fortunate that the people are not in open rebellion. That's, I mean, if you ask me, I don't know, maybe, maybe King Seth was not such a good king. Maybe the people are not super sad that he is no longer the king. Anyway, I, this is a digression. What I really mean to say is, Seth, Alyssa, Thank you for taking your verbal sparring matches and airing them out like dirty laundry for all to hear. 
Uh, it's really quite entertaining. I, d- I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm getting quite a lot out of this ongoing feud. I think it's it's pretty special and pretty awesome. Uh, so thanks for letting that be a part of the show, and thanks for being a part of the show with us. Thanks for your support, along with the rest of our patrons. You guys are amazing. You're awesome. The four of us love getting together and and talking about this community that we're building. It's so exciting and uh, we just enjoy it so much. We we love the heck out of all of you. And uh, by the way, if you haven't checked out our Patreon, patreon.com slash damage guild, we've got lots of great stuff there for you to check out. And if you have not checked out Seth's spoilers without context on the DGP Discord, you need to go do that right now. Check out our website, thedamageguild.com. Uh, click the little social menu. There's a link to a Discord invite. Get on there. Check him out. It's great. He makes them now for every episode. Uh, a group of four pictures that correspond to various events throughout the episode. So you can go on there and kind of make your guesses as to what those different pictures reference. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So anyway, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, have a great rest of the episode. And by that, I mean, enjoy listening to the rest of this episode. Have a great two weeks and we'll see you in two short Mondays. Oh yeah. Also pineapple is sick, but not on pizza. You are listening to the damage guild podcast. When is the late spring, and how far away is it from now? Uh, right now, it's late fall. We only Dang. have six months. Yeah, we got six months, guys. And it takes two months to get there. Oh, man. So two months to plan, four months to enact the plan. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have yeah. to get tickets to his shows and be like one of those people who follows the band across the country as they tour, so that we can take copious notes on every aspect and find perfect ways to sabotage him at every turn. I mean, we have to clear Aslo's name, though, yes. first. Like, before we even set foot there, like, otherwise we have to be under cloak and garb. Mm-hmm. We could clear his name before we trounce the show. We don't have to do this at the same time. It might actually be make the plan more complicated if we do them at the same time, even though it would be way cooler. Yeah, I think finding evidence is the most important and the first thing we should do. Also, it would help us build our faith in Aslo, because so far we just had his word that he didn't mean to kill the lady. <laughs> yeah, we basically work for a murder, as far as we're concerned, right now. <laughs> no, it'd just be nice to confirm what you said, that's all. I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm just saying we kind of don't believe you. I mean, I might believe you less than Shaba does, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All you've had to go on was my good word. But there's evidence out there, I'm sure of it. As far as the engagement is concerned, the note also says that it seems that Nelia is just going along with it and not really interested in the whole wedding thing, but Mm. she's still set up for it to go through. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what her motivations are. Or that she's being coerced. Did she grow up wealthy or poor? Mm, that's a good question. Because I could see if, like, she comes from a poor background, how she, like, wouldn't have an escape, and so she would, in a pseudo-medieval society like this, she would need a man to provide for her, and she's afraid of being cast out on the streets, and so she's just taking what she can get, that sort of a... An arrangement? Yeah, I was going to say that's sort of the reason I think she wound up in show business is her family was not not very well off in the first place. Mm. So they sold her to the circus at a young age? Yes, exactly. Mm. So uh, she may be doing just doing it for the money. They sold her into circuitude, unfortunately. <laughs> that's servitude in the circus, just for our <laughs> listeners who may not have gotten that. Circuitude? <laughs> yeah. It's great. Mm. Man, we, we got our work cut out for ourselves. We sure do. All we can do now is wait. I mean, but yeah, but now we have a time stamp for when we need to jump on Aslo's story train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But world-ending cult thing? At least we have a few months to get that worked out. <laughs> we have a, a couple of months to save the world, hop on a boat for Marengar, and <laughs> ride into the sunset. Oh, boy. So four months from now, we need to already have a plan and we need to be... Uh, okay, a little less than four months from now. We need to be on a boat for Marengar. And we need to have made significant strides in the cult. Yes. Yep. So we can kind of hold off on Shabbos for now. Oh, yeah. We're not getting to mine for a long time, dude. <laughs>
Unless you want to go fight some cloud giants and or win over the love of a Goliath clan from which I've been ostracized. I mean, like, what level are cloud giants? Very, very high. They're like CR 8, 9, something. Each one. 10, maybe? Each one is more CR than our entire party can handle. <laughs> so oh. that's why we need a Goliath tribe at our backs. We're going to go to war with... Yeah, that's awesome. We'll get there. We'll have an army of rock gnomes and goliaths. Mm-hmm. After you've After repopulated, you've repopulated them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you said it's a really long time from now. Yeah, it's true. So we'll, we'll, we'll raise up an army of rock gnomes. So Tokus will be like Abraham with many sons. He'll be the father of nations. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be a tribe of another nation, my friend. And Aslo right. and his circus act will all band together and face the cloud giants. <laughs> Aslo will be riding in on elephants. <laughs> <laughs> we each, like, own our own faction. That'd be cool. We're all, like, generals. It's the battle of five armies. And then just random eagles flying from... <laughs> <laughs> we just like nod at one another. It's time. It's time. And then the treants come, like they help us out. Thane <laughs> <laughs> just like, like whoa, whoa there. Who said anything about treants? All right, guys. So it's time to train? Question mark? It's time to train! Exclamation point. Is it? So we go to the Sapphire Saber, we go to the training room, and we train a bunch. And we do a bunch of push ups. Except I do push-ups with Tokus on my back doing push-ups with Aslo on Tokus's back doing push-ups with Stripey on Aslo's back doing push-ups. <laughs> it's just the four of us doing push-ups. It's like an accordion of push-ups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do we have to time it right? I feel like... Yeah, we definitely Seems do. like it would be this big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like if we all do it at the same time, we'd probably like fall off. It'll be great. So you have to push up, then I push up, then he pushes up, then Stripey pushes up. It's a good way to get our name out there with the Sapphire Saber folks. That we're a clown act? Oh, you were that party <laughs> all doing push-ups on each other at the same time. <laughs> you know what? Here, you can be Mithril members. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, that takes real guts, you guys. <laughs> so you settle in for a nice week or so of training, practicing all of the skills that you've been working on, and building up some new techniques and new equipment, as in Tokus's case. And the day has finally come when you reached level five. Yeah! yeah! We did it! We finally did it! Level five! <laughs> oh, I feel like it's been forever since we've leveled up at all. Yeah. Fifth level. Ah, feels good. <sighs> We're so strong now. Wow. Shabba flexes his muscles. And Stripey flexes his muscles, too. And his muscles have muscles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your muscles flex their own muscles. Can't believe we made it. Awesome. Good work, guys. I never thought we would. Well done, folks. Welp, we'll see you next time on the Damage Guild Podcast. (laughs) 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 We can't end it here, Shaba. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they're all wondering, like, what all these cool new abilities that we just learned or spells or gadgets. They probably are. Find that out as we play. Yeah, and they'll find that out just as they always have as they come into relevance. Organically in the story. Even though I know you're so excited about talking about Ah, all the cool new stuff you can do. I, I, yeah. (laughs) I, I got some cool new stuff, man. Oh, and there, is there new jobs on the job board? Yes, I just posted that. So Ooh. during your stay, well, this isn't the jobs. These are the notices on the job board. Which are, what's the difference? Notices are just like bounties and stuff? Notices are just informational, things to be aware of. Oh, okay. Oh, like the cloud giant migrations? Yeah, all yeah. right, let's go through these real quick. The Sahuagin menace has been ended. <gasps> the months-long havoc caused by the Sahuagin attacks throughout the nation's shipping highways seems to finally be at an end. Our very own Mithril class member, Alindria Faceworn, mounted an expedition to the underwater Sahuagin city and defeated the Baron, scattering the tribe across the seas. Concentrated attacks seem to have ended with the Baron's death, though sporadic raids may still continue. Dude, Alindria is wow. awesome. Wow. I need, we need to get some tales yeah. from her. We need to get a couple drinks in her and have yeah. her recount the momentous epic occasions that accompanied that. Shaba, look at this one. The Flying Beast Sightings. What? What? I know. Reports indicate several sightings across the countryside of a black beast <gasps> flying across the sky Dude. on moonless nights. Where have we seen that before? We've seen that two times on two occasions, Tokus. 
twice. It is unknown whether these are all the same creature or several, or even what the creature may be, so they don't know anything more than we do. So far, there have been no known attacks, but Saber members are advised to remain alert. Mm. Guys, there's also been an orc invasion in Waspel. Oh! Waspel is currently fighting the Iron Fang orc tribe within its own borders alongside their allies from Teraldia. Mm. Rumors indicate the orcs may have already pushed all the way to Sement, the capital, with the help of some sort of new siege weapon. A siege weapon? Travel, that's right, Shaba. A siege weapon. (laughs) A siege (laughs) weapon? (laughs) Travel on the northern portion of the Strawn Highway is extremely dangerous and discouraged. For all but the largest and most experienced parties. Oh, oh no. Can't believe it. I, I grab a random adventurer that we see that passes by from the Sapphire Saber, and I say, read this. <laughs> and I point to the last one. Yeah, we're so angry about it, we can't read it ourselves. So would you read it for us? <laughs> all right. Um, cult activities. The Cult of Altoria seems... Project a little more. We need the whole room to hear you. <laughs> the Cult of Altoria seems to have gone into hiding ever since the poison was cleared out of the Narmak River. Good, that's better. All members with knowledge of the cult's current activities or whereabouts are asked to provide this information to guild leadership. <gasps> Few undead remain in the area from the aftermath of Pilshire and Letwick, but travelers are still encouraged to remain cautious and avoid travel through western Dynesia for the foreseeable future due to residual magical corruption. Wow. Guys... We're members with knowledge of the cult's current activities or whereabouts. Yes, but we'll have more knowledge of the cult's current activities after we join the cult's current activities. Uh, 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 Guys, I think maybe the time of us tackling this on our own is over. You think so? But we just paid 120 gold. Don't <laughs> yeah, say I wouldn't that. want to see our investment go to waste. It says the cult's gone into hiding. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Wait, it's gone into hiding and we just paid 120 gold? Yeah, well, Blackblade's got the connections. That's why she's well, good at what she uh, does. We should still talk to the guild leadership, right? We do know other things. So there are two possi- there are two tacks we could take, right? took us we could talk to them now and tell them what we know which is little or we could wait to hear back from blackblade go in find out more and maybe even find out why they've gone into hiding and where they're hanging out and then tell them or we could just tell them that that's our plan but like how much do we really get to learn as initiates we probably have to come back for multiple meetings before they tell us more stuff probably but there's also the chance that there is corruption in the upper ranks of the sapphire saber and that there are cult members within it i hadn't thought mm. about that job <laughs> i mean you could be a cult member but that's I, true I, i've only known you for so long <laughs> that's oh, wow. true. I, I could even be a cult member No. what about taily petunia and ralph we haven't known those guys for very long <laughs> They could be spies. They could be bugs. We look out the window and they're all just running away in red cloaks. <laughs> no! Yeah, in purple cloaks, like, <laughs> fluttering behind them. No, we shut up no. We shut up no. We trusted them. <laughs> we trusted them with our butts. We put our butts on them day in and day out as we rode them across the land. So... Are there quests, too? Oh, thank you, Random Stranger, for reading that. Oh, yes. By the way, thank you. Are you part of the guild? Hi, I'm Tokus. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shaba. Are you a steel level member? I am Kilburn. I am steel level, as you can see, with his little badge. Kilburn. What are you known for? I mean, I feel like once you reach that high of a level, don't you start getting known for things? I'm thinking like Full Metal Alchemist, where they each get like a different name, right? Like the Flame Alchemist. Come on. He's got to have like a nickname at that point, right? Because like... There's the Drake. I mostly just get by as a sort of mercenary. I take on all of the violent quests. Sweet, so you're like a bounty hunter, like a lone wolf type. We could call him Sellsword. Yeah. From this day forth, your nickname will be Sellsword. Alrighty then. Thanks again for reading that job. Uh, You had a really good voice. When you read that. So as a, as a lone wolf bounty hunter type, are you looking to join a party of adventurers? By any chance? <laughs> yeah, maybe you could work alone <laughs> with us. We'll give you some room. We'll give you like six, ten feet of distance everywhere we go. We'll social distance adequately for you to still feel like you're working alone even when you're part of our group. I'm sufficiently strong on my own. Mm. I don't need to join a party. I appreciate the offer, but I am afraid I must decline. Yeah, same here. I'm out, as I'm joining this guy. 
All right, let's go. Let's go, Kilburn. We don't need these fools. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, bud. Thanks for again for reading for us. All right, guys. Now you know what it's time for. What? It's time to do something that we need to do. Yeah? We have three things. That might be. <laughs> now that we're level five, we need to get our magic items. We need to find out if the Drake has any work for us. And we need to wait for Blackblade's people to find us. Let's check into the magic items since we're already here. Agreed. It has been a week. Yeah, that would be done by now. I'll go with the simpler one first. The ring is a ring of jumping. Ooh. What? Ring of jumping. So while wearing this ring, you can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action at will on yourself. Does it have charges or does it no, use No, at a- will, as a bonus action, you can double your jumping distance. Nice. Wow. That's any number of times? Yep. Wow. So let's say that Taylor were wearing the ring of water walking and the ring of jumping. <laughs> then could she jump across water? She can't wear rings. <laughs> oh, man. Would this be useful for Aslo or Shaba, perhaps? Like, I feel like ranged or healers would benefit. You, you're bo- you guys are both of that thing. Wait, this says the creature's jump distance is tripled. Oh, tripled? Tripled. And that's what it is. Wow. Wow. Hmm, I don't know. Is your jump distance normally your strength score? So high jump is 3 plus strength mod, and long jump is strength score. If you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump. So if you just make a standing long jump with the ring of jumping, you can jump half your strength score times 3. Yep. Dang, dog. Wow. That is pretty cool. Tokus can jump the farthest because his strength score is the highest. Mm. Oh, you're saying we should give it to someone who proportionally is going to get the longest jump distance out of the ring? Yes. I mean, but mechanically, it might be advantageous for you to have an escape. If Tokus were to wear the ring, then with a running jump, you could just casually jump 42 feet. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I think you should have it, Tokus. I mean, that'd be a crazy (laughs) charge. I just, like, jump into the fight. 42 feet. (laughs) Just like, you do have to spend all the movement to actually get that far, so it would be on a yeah. dash, but yeah. Oh, that'd be a dash. Well, what would be like a normal move jump? You could jump 25 feet. Yeah, your maximum movement. It's, yeah, if we come upon any more caverns like the crap, the Crack of Doom, the not the Crap of Doom, Crack of Doom. <laughs> the Crap of Doom. <laughs> then you would be able to cross it, Tokus. Think about that, Tokus. Think about the implications. Okay, okay. So I can jump really far with this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can walk on water. Interesting. I could jump really far onto the ocean. While walking on water. (laughs) Dude, forget teaching you to fish. You'll just go out into the middle of the ocean and snatch up a fish on your own. I'll spear it with my rapier like this. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's a great idea. What if you're like, you have the ring of water walking on, and you're standing on the water, and then you take it off. Then you fall into the water, and then you put it back on again. Do you just, like, float back up to the surface? Do you get shunted to the surface? Or does your head get cut off? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> By the surface of the water. I feel like water walking works on the principle of, like, water tension. Surface tension? Or, yeah, thank you, Shaba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say anything about if you're already underwater. Just as while wearing it, you can stand on and move across any liquid surface if it were solid ground. So maybe it's an optional thing, like... If you, when you step onto water, you can either walk on it or fall inside. Mm. Mm. Okay. Huh. You just gotta believe. And the ring of jumping requires attunement, so it will take one of your three slots there. Of attunement. Yeah. I don't, Uh, I mean, there's hardly anything else in the party that requires that, so. Only your rapier, right, Tokus? Your magic weapon thing? That's the only other thing you have attuned to you, right? Oh, does weapon bond count as an attunement? I thought so. I didn't think it did. Uh, No. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. Yeah, I still technically have a second bond. Oh, no, I bonded my whip, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I think I bonded the whip. Um, no, it doesn't take up an attunement. Okay. Well, then you're set. Congratulations. You got two new rings. Dang. <laughs> it's a big day for you. All right. Yeah. You guys are just throwing me all these... I mean, I guess, I guess it's basically we're saying that I need some help with my mobility. If only there was a way for me to help with my mobility. Well, yeah, the ring of water walking is because you wear heavy armor and you'd sink the fastest in water. And the ring of jumping is because you can jump the farthest, and so it's really cool. So that was the logic behind both of those. Yeah, no, cool. 
new items, new horizons. Mm-hmm. What else to be ID? The chalk. The chalk junk. Chalk of spying. The chalk of spying, wondrous item rare. This is an ordinary looking chunk of white chalk. Sorry, I don't know why I'm reading in that voice. This is an ordinary looking chunk of white chalk about three inches long and one inch in diameter. It is well used. When you use this chalk to draw a closed shape of a basic shape type on any surface, (laughs) circle, square, or triangle, the chalk forms a temporary connection to that location that lasts until the line of chalk is broken or until the chalk is used to draw an X. If you draw the same shape again on another surface, you're able to see through the second drawing into the area of the first as if through a cloudy window. This vision works only in one direction and only out to a distance of 60 feet after which it becomes too cloudy to see. Which direction is it? Is it the first direction or the second? So you see through from the second to the first, right? Yes. Okay. Mm. Darkness or other obstructions on the other side can block vision normally. Shape need not be the same size at both ends to function, but the window size is equal to the smaller of the two drawings. Chalk has no effect if used to draw a shape while a viewing window of that shape is already active. Breaking the line of one viewing area allows you to draw it in a different location later without having to redraw the target shape. Okay, so it's only out to a distance of 60 feet. Mm. Yes. And you can have up to three active spying areas at a time. Wait, only up to a distance of 60 feet? What was the... What was he spying on down there in the sewers that was only 60 feet away from where he drew? I don't know. Huh. That's a good question. I don't think we found the other side. Was he using it to spy something else? No, no, no. It's not the distance between the two spaces is 60 feet. It's when looking through the window, you can see 60 feet on the other side. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so you so could literally see like 60 feet peer. down a hall or across a room or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So you, it could literally be on the other side of the planet. Yeah. Wow. The viewing. All right, so we need to draw this in the king's quarters. Yeah, so like anywhere we go that we want to be able to keep a watch over, like Aslo's apartment, Mm. we draw a shape there. And then wherever else we are, we draw the same shape and we can see into it. And then we can erase that shape and draw it somewhere else and see into it from there. So as we travel, we can keep looking in and checking in on the same place. Well, that's easy. We go back to Aslo's house, reopen it paint it, fix it up, and say that the AAA team is reopened for business, draw the chalk circle, <laughs> and never come back. Mm-hmm. Set the perfect bait, and we get to see who's looking for us. Yeah. And then we find Nibrin, and we pay him more than he makes in the mine to watch that portal 24-7 <laughs> and write down everything he sees. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. Hire him as a, a surveillance guard. Yep. Not Nibrin. He probably loves mining. So it'd have to be somebody who doesn't have a job and is really reliable. Now, wait a second. So the viewing is only one way. And when we saw the square drawn on the wall in the janitor's closet, we couldn't see into it. Which no. means that they were seeing us. Someone was watching us, potentially, as we were in that room. Ew. <laughs> Think about that. Why were they doing that? And they know we have the chalk. And they're coming after us. There was another shape drawn in the were rats room, though. Right. We couldn't see into that one either. Both of those rooms had a square on the wall. You could see into the were rats room, and you saw blackness. Oh. Oh. So the janitor was watching the were rats. Maybe. Other way around. Mm. The were rats were watching the janitor. The were rat room was connected to see the janitor's area. Huh. Hmm. I wonder why the were rats wanted to watch the janitor. Maybe they didn't trust him. <laughs> Maybe they thought he was embezzling cleaning gloop supplies from the sewer. Yeah, <laughs> sewer gunk. Or maybe it was there two different rooms, and they just needed a way to watch over the room itself. No, that's too easy. Has to be far more complicated than that. I wonder if how small we can draw it so it's not very obvious, like a peak hole, like a peephole. Mm. Like, can we draw just like a little tiny circle in an inconspicuous corner of a room and like? We'll have to test it. You can, however big the circle is, the shape is that you draw. That's how big it will be that you can see through. Oh, so we can't really look through angles. Like, in other words, if we drew like a little circle, I can't really look to the side within the angle. Yeah. What if we drew a tiny peephole in one room and then a gigantic circle in the other one? It's the smaller of the two. Okay. Now that begs the question. Let's try to draw a rectangle on something right now, because hypothetically, that means we can see out of the one that we drew in Hamel's Rock. That's right. We did draw one in Hamel's Rock. I take it, and I draw a rectangle on the wall. 
Uh, it doesn't work. Really? Huh. If you could, well, a few reasons. For one, it responds to squares, not rectangles. But also, huh. if it were counted as a square, the square is already active. Oh, oh, until we draw the X. Yeah, if you draw the X, it cancels out everything. Or if you go and break one of the squares lines, it will cancel out that part. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. All right, well, I'm sure we can find a good use for this. The chunk of chalky spying chalk. Shaba, why don't you take it because you're taller and you can draw more of the shapes, the sizes that we need. All right. I have a chalk piece on my character sheet already, but I feel like that's probably mundane <laughs> chalk. Yeah, we all got regular yeah. pieces of chunk, ch- uh, chalk early uh, on. Pieces of chunk. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Just make sure Stripey doesn't eat it, okay? I'll try. I mean, yeah, please. No guarantees. It might look delicious to him. Actually, maybe we should just give it to Aslo. Yeah, that's probably safer. Yeah, I'll take it. Well, guys, what's next? Why don't we hang out and get to know more of the folks at the in the guild? Yeah, we'll go hang out at the bar and pretend like we're not waiting for the Drake to come to us with a test. As you're sitting at the bar, Eldrak comes up to you and says, I received your application, and I think I've picked out just the right job for the three of you to take on. Noise. Sweet. We're going on an adventure. An iron level adventure. Adventure.